Welcome to the first volume of Psy Ties. This is the place to hear first-hand experiences from students you know and love. Our pilot episode features a man that needs no introductions, K1 Wang. So K1, tell us a, l- a little bit about your uh, experience on co-op in China. Mm, for sure. Um, I, I would say I had the best time of my life. Um, I came in expecting only to teach in a university from A to 5. Uh, however, I would say I got three times um, the benefits that I, uh, that I expected. Not only did I teach um, in a university, I also taught middle school students uh, every Friday and then tutored a grade 5 uh, very uh, cute little girl on every Saturday. Uh, aside from teaching, I also refereed uh, basketball with the uh, board in Suzhou. Uh, that's the board in the city. Um, became a student of uh, a professor in the uh, Department of Sports and Athletics. He's actually uh, one of the first first CBA and national basketball referees uh, in China, so went to his classes uh, as, as well. Uh, so. Um, aside from that, I would say uh, I did a lot of traveling, uh, visiting my relatives in um, the two separate cities uh, in the pro- uh, in the provinces. Uh, that sorry, I should cut this one. Uh, in the provinces of Jiangsu, uh, spent a lot of, a lot of time with them. Uh, really relaxed and. Uh, the most important thing for me was uh, seeing my grandparents. Every time I every time I see them. It, uh, there's one less opportunity because they're, they're, get, they're getting old, uh, right. they're getting older. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So it sounds to me like you went for a co-op and like you said, you ended up doing like a million things, right? But um, was that like those other opportunities, right? How did they come about? Was it something introduced to you from your co-op employer or was it something that you kind of went out on your own and kind of spearheaded. Were you the kind of like the um, architect of pursuing those different uh, those different goals? Uh, I would say I definitely um, made the initiative to ask the question and ask for the opportunity. However, I have to emphasize the fact that the opportunity, uh, the opportunities have to be there in order for me to ask for them. So uh, I was I was very lucky that those opportunities existed, and that my professors, uh, both the one I worked uh, with in the university and the one who taught me refereeing, um, they were willing to give me those opportunities um, to experience them. So you applied through external networks or through Waterloo Works for this job? Uh, the co-op jobs was through Waterloo Works. Okay, cool. And yeah. uh, did you have to do anything special because it was in a different country? Anything process-wise? Oh, absolutely. Um, it was clear to me from the very beginning that um, it, this was the first time my employer or the professor that I worked with apply, uh, applied or uh, put the job on Waterloo Works. So he asked for a variety of things unfamiliar to many of the students uh, here. For example, he wanted a CV, a curriculum vitae, um, which I don't think I ever, I ever saw in any other uh, job, uh, job posts. He also wanted a statement of teaching philosophy and uh, evidence of, uh, of teaching plus a writing sample. So I spent, I would say I spent an entire day just on the application while every other applications uh, only took me about 20 to 30 minutes. That's super cool. 
anything else interesting that came out of the process and 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 trying to get this co-op job i'm just thinking for other people that you know may want to try to travel outside of the country that sort of thing um in terms of the obstacles that i that i experienced i was very surprised as a fact that my country uh in this case china didn't provide the best services for me or best assistances for me to adapt to the culture uh, in Suzhou or um, the professional life uh, in Suzhou. Uh, I can tell you guys this story. So every Chinese citizen, I am a, I am a Chinese citizen and every Chinese citizen um, to almost do any to almost do anything needs a citizenship card. So, for example, if I want to buy a train ticket, I need to show them my citizenship card before paying the money. Uh, if I want to, uh, let's see, uh, open up a bank account, then I need to show them my citizenship card. It's like uh, the, the passports that we have here or driver's license we have here in Canada. My citizenship card uh, was in my home in Changzhou, uh, about 30 minutes high-speed rail train away from the place I worked in. So I got to the place I worked in. They said, okay, mm, go open up a bank account. We got to pay you. I said, sure. So I go to the bank. The bank said, uh, you need your citizenship card. So I called home and I said, um, grandma, grandpa, please uh somehow get give me my citizenship uh, citizenship card so i said oh for sure just go home um it's 30 minutes away it's so close mm, just go home and grab it uh and then i go to the train station they told me you need your citizenship card to do that as well so that didn't work and i and then i asked my grandparents to <laughs> to to mail to to mail it to me um and then the mailman said you need your a phone number in order to receive the mail and uh, so I went to the place where I can open up a, a phone number, get a phone number. They said, you need your citizenship card. So I was stuck in an infinite loop. Um, the only solution um, that, that was available was that my relatives actually deliver, physically deliver the citizenship card to me. Now, I was lucky that the two cities were only 30 minutes apart. Had they been two hours, three hours, four hours apart, I'm not going anywhere. I cannot even come back to Canada in that case. Um, just going back to like yourself, a lot of Asaiba students know you as like a warm personality that's very honest and has a lot of integrity. Um, I was wondering where you learned that and uh, what is your why in your life? That's an excellent question. Um, I think um, for every opportunity or uh, for everything that I do in my in my life, every interactions, I want to um, be the best that I can be. And whatever that means to me at uh, different stages of my life is what I will uh, achieve. Uh, perhaps, for example, this means that to be a very, very nice person, to be friendly to, uh, to other people, right? And uh, if I can achieve that, then uh, that makes me very happy in my life. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> How did your students view that view you when you went there as a teacher? Did you feel like you had to um, kind of uh, show emotions differently as you were you were going to do here? Um, I know adapting to new cultures is somewhat like harder. Um, you have to speak to people in a different way. 
I know that you're from there so orig originally, so it must have not been a hard task, but did you feel a transition? Mm -hmm. um, not, necess not necessarily. Uh, whenever, uh, sorry, when I reflect on my uh, my experience in China for the past four months, uh, I would say that I experienced no culture shock, uh, yet only reverse culture shock, because I went back home. Uh, the city that I worked in was 30 minutes away from my own city, which meant that they were very, very, uh, very, very similar. Uh, the roads, the street signs, and then the people were very similar. Now, uh, I did something uh, a little bit different from um, what most people would expect a teacher would do. Uh, I came in the classroom, but I didn't stand in front of the podium. I sat in at in the back or in the middle or towards the back with the rest of the students. Mm -hmm. And since I'm Chinese, I blinded it, I blended in perfectly. They didn't realize <laughs> that I was a teacher um, before my the, the professor intru uh, introduced me. So I would say because of that action of me, uh, right, right away they saw me as one of them rather mm -hmm. than somebody coming from uh, another country. Then uh, from, from there, it was just work. It was just teaching and uh, interacting with the students, just like how the teacher in Canada would do uh, with his or her students. Mm -hmm. What courses did you teach? Uh, I taught uh, university level English, uh, level three, as well as writing and uh, translation. Uh, I taught four classes on Monday. Um, they're all second year students. And then four classes on Wednesdays. Uh, they're all first, first year students. Uh, and then on Fridays, I would go to a middle school and teach middle school um, uh, English. Uh, then there are grade seven students, very, very cute. Um, then on Saturdays, I would have a, a one and a half hour session with a grade five uh, girl tutoring her. One of the, uh, the wind down questions for you here. Um, what would you say, in your personal opinion, was the most useful thing you got out of this experience, be it like, you know, a lesson or, you know, like learning a way of being, um, like Cybus really touts being able to have like an analytical way of thinking and applying it to different things. Like, was there something like that that you really gained out of this experience that you found the most useful or something you think will be very useful at some point in your career? Um, I can answer this question from three aspects if you allow me, from a professional aspect or a career-related aspect, I know that teaching is the uh, right career for me. In other words, I confirmed the fact that, that um, not only do I love teaching, that I will be a great teacher and there is something for me uh, in that field. From an academia aspect, um, Although I still do not like research, uh, researching, I've learned that I've came to the realization that researching, the ability to research is uh, fundamental to teaching or else teaching becomes very, very repetitive. Not only will the students get bored, uh, the instructor will also uh, feel boredom very quickly. Um, I would say the most important thing for me um, is the relationships, uh, is the friendships that I've developed uh, while I uh, was in China. It's, it's, a, it's a fateful thing. Sorry, fateful is not the right word here. Uh, it, it's, it's about fate. 
um, because I'm from Canada, 12, 13 hours away on the opposite side of the world. I went to China. I didn't get to see anybody else, but I got to see them, the students that I uh, that I worked with, which means that somewhere in our life, our life were meant uh, to cross paths. And uh, from there, the relationships I developed and the interactions, um, the uh, connections that I still maintain uh, even when I got back to Canada, uh, they're the things that I, uh, I truly value. Yeah. That's great. Thank you so much, Kevin. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure is mine.